All right, we're live, ladies and gentlemen. Fake radio, we're back. We're back on. We're back on Zoom now. It's Zoom edition. I got. I'm in my work clothes, you know. Fake Zoom. Yeah. Got the got the got the candle going. We're with. What? Got the candle right here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Jean-Baptiste for round two of Fake Radio. Yeah, you know, gotta bring it back. So before we start the actual thing, is your full name Danielle? Yeah. Word. <laughs> I just found that out, so word. I know, I, I try to hide, my whole name is really French, so. Yeah, nah. I like I I knew your name, full name wasn't Danny, but but I didn't know if, if it was Daniela or Daniela. But then, mm. yes, it fig, figured it out. Come off as a Daniela. I guess it would make sense. I don't know, man. People people don't think I come off as an Ezekiel, but you know, <laughs> no. that's that's what's up. So, grew up in Chicago. What kind of what kind of music did you listen to as as a child? Mm-hmm. Um, we like my mom would play Enya, <laughs> but then we'd listen to like Sly and the Family Stone and Wild Cherry, Jimi Hendrix. My dad is a massive Prince and Jimi Hendrix fan. Um, yeah, lots of funk, uh, the Monkees, um, Looking Glass, like classic rock. Every uh, every Sunday, there was this, um, I think it's still going on, um, but there's this radio show called uh, Breakfast with the Beatles, and it's on 93XRT, and so every Sunday, we eat pancakes and listen to the Beatles, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, then how'd you get into, like, starting to make music, singing, playing guitar, all that, all that stuff? Um, when I was four, my mom took me to this giant chart that was like hanging in our school and it had like all the instruments in, in an orchestra and she was like, which one do you want to play? I pointed to, she's right here actually, it's funny, my baby, my violin. Oh, wait. And then I played that until I was 13 and I, I still play, but I don't take lessons anymore. And I was like in an orchestra. And then when I was in high school, I picked up guitar and I did choir. And yeah, it just, yeah, it just sort of naturally happened. Cool. You played violin as a kid? Yeah. That's not funny. I did too. Wait, really? Yeah. The Suzuki method? Yeah. I quit. I, <laughs> I quit when I was 10 though, because I hated, I was, I was not good at it. It like, if you like really sit with it, it kills your spine. Like, just yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I went to, like, a school where they were, like, really strict about playing violin. Oh. Yeah, like, every student had to play the violin. Yeah. But but then in 10th grade, I could play what I wanted. So then, Ismael, I was telling... I, th- I think I told Steph this on his episode. I, The three, like, stuff I played, I played a lot of Michael Jackson, Kanye West, and Prince... And, or, Chris Brown, and all three of those people are not not well respected anymore so 10 year old me i mean hey you know they're i wouldn't argue that they're 
divisive characters, but some people respect them. I mean, you know, uh, Kendrick has that whole thing about Michael Jackson on Mortal Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hate Chris Brown. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he... Hey man, I liked him as a ten-year-old. Yeah, me too. Honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's sad about it. So, so how how'd you get into to hip hop specifically? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I was kind of like I. My dad played hip hop, but not a ton. Um, I mean, like. We listen to like hip hop and then like when hip hop and like soul and R&B like were making kind of this, you know, rounds like in the 90s with the Soul Aquarians, like those were people that I listened to. Um, and I'm from Chicago, so like Common was in the mix. Um, but I think, I think I definitely picked it up when I went to high school because <laughs> I went to a Montessori school when I was in elementary school. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, <laughs> the, the hip-hop listening crowd was few and far between. But when I went to high school, um, when I went to public school, that's when I think I started listening to hip-hop a lot more. Uh, that's when, you know, like, Chance was in his prime. Um, I mean, it was the anniversary of 10-day. No, not 10-day, acid rap today right yeah know. yeah I literally <laughs> no, don't know what I did an hour ago yeah um but yeah I just um I remember my, my freshman year I was listening to summertime 06 and was that freshman year or sophomore year it was the 2015 but I don't know how old I was and what grade that I was. was 15 when that came out right okay. yeah I think that then that was sophomore year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was to pick a butterfly in the summertime of six, and then like um, the Boney Bear record, Sufjan Stevens record, Carrie and Lala came out, Nick Drake and Elliot Smith, and I was a sad mother <laughs> my sophomore. Word. Yeah. Word, word. So we met in the hip hop society. Yeah. And, you know, what? How, how'd you how'd you end up joining joining that? Um, okay, so, uh, my, one second, I have, okay, I don't know how I remember any of the lyrics that I make for any music, like, my memory is so bad, yeah. but it was, yes, it was first semester sophomore year, um, that was when a lot of the prison strikes were going on, um, and I just remember being, like, extremely frustrated about that um the strikes how they were being publicized in like the prison industrial complex as a whole um not the first time i'd been frustrated but um i had been doing slam poetry and kind of been like vaguely like l tab adjacent adjacent which is louder than a bomb um i had a lot of friends who were in that or and i was a coach um for like a year on my high school's team um and so I, st and we talk a lot about this in hip hop society, the intersection of poetry and hip hop. So I moved spoken word. Um, um, sorry, I just thought of the, the Kanye lyrics there, but I'm, I'm 
moved from spoken word to to rap, and I wrote this rap over a 24 karat black beat. Which, if you guys know Kendrick Black's "Poverty Paradise," um, that's their song. Um, uh, and Owen Elphick. It was the same day Mac Miller died too, which is right. Owen Elphick heard me, and he did like a Mac Miller tribute. Um, and he hit me up, like after he came over, he's like, "Wait, I'm in rap. I really like that." And he's like, "Come on over." And then I met like. Elmer and Julio and whole squad and then like I think it was the first day I was there they put the slow down beat out oh word that night I went home wrote my verse and I came back like the next day or something and I was like okay <laughs> yeah that's what's up yeah <laughs> so and I think wait when did you did you join the, the skin tones first though yeah yeah oh okay Word, word, word. That's an acapella group for those who don't know. Yeah, it's, like, it's one of. It's like I have two, two families or three families. <laughs> I forgot about my real family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, society and tones. I just like go back and forth between those. Word, word, word. So you also got the album that we talked about last time, Lust Discussed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is that? Would you consider that a singer-songwriter album? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's crazy too because I started out really just playing guitar and songwriting. Like that was my first, or well, I guess with violin I wrote songs, but like really getting into making music and then being labeling myself as a musician was that. And so it's been interesting to be in hip hop society and be like, check out my album and <laughs> finger picking. <laughs> Nah, but it's cool because, like, most artists, especially, like, rappers, don't, like, make, like, a serious album of, like, another genre. So it's, like, cool that, like, you can, like, switch between the two. Because, like, you know, Kid Cudi tried to do the rock album, but that didn't work out, you know? Aw, that's okay. Yeah. Isn't he coming yeah. out with something? Hmm? Isn't he coming out with something? He, no, so he, he was going to come out with a Netflix show and an album. That was gonna be, he was like February 2020. I was like, most anticipated album of the year. And then, like, a week ago, he was like, hey, I'm pushing it till 2021. Here's a song to keep y'all happy. Right. But then apparently, he has a Travis Scott album. So, I don't know. And also, I think he said like Wizard was coming back too. So, I don't, I don't know. We'll just have to see. Amen. But, all right. In your honest opinion, do you think Lust Disgust, at, at, since it's been out for like a few months mo- or a while now, do you think it is underrated? <laughs> um, un- <laughs> That's a difficult question. Yeah. yeah you're asking me to <laughs> hold up. Underrated by who? By the general public? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you. Do I think it should have been Snatch Up? I mean... I don't know. That's such a strange question. Yes, yeah. Um, I don't know. Any... It's not a bad question, but it's yeah. a strange question. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, streaming and numbers and, like, the whole idea that music is product. Yeah. Then 
think that's generally how like I tell if something's overrated or underrated is like how many streams it has mm-hmm. um, or like how much people are talking about it. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like it was rated because Word. favorite people in the world, like I had a friend just like a day ago, Adamir text me and he was like, yo, just letting you know that I'm sitting on the porch, sun is shining and I'm listening to your album. Yeah. He so, texted you that yesterday? Yeah. Word. <laughs> Which, like, I'm so excited. I'm literally counting down. We have not a lot of time <laughs> until yep. his stuff drops. Yep. So. And then the day after that, he's coming out here. So, you know. Yes! Yeah. And Boston Globe. I saw that. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's rated. I mean, yeah. I'm excited to put out more music. And yeah. Play. Um, But that's going to be... <laughs> nah, it's like I, I, I'm, I love the album, of course, but I also don't listen to a lot of singer-songwriter stuff. Like most of the singer-songwriters that I listen to are people who I know personally. But anytime anyone like that I know hears it or I like mention it to someone and they listen to it, they like come back like, "Yo, that album's sick!" So I'm like, "Oh, maybe this." Yeah. One. yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, nah, that's what's up. So. Hold up. So the title "Less Discussed," that's that's about someone how someone viewed you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's an amalgam of like different things. It's like mm-hmm. I thought of the word when I'm gonna be vague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. You can be. Yeah. All on fake radio. We're not about to start real beef on fake radio. Yeah. yeah no. no. <laughs> but um, yeah. Someone. Um, who I had like a complicated relationship with one day we were hanging out and they looked at me and it was lust and disgust in one look. I don't know if you've ever gotten that look before, but it's the wildest feeling. And when I named it, when when that word came, I recognized that it was also kind of a very helpful term for like the dichotomy have with myself and the dichotomy and the perception of my own, you know, like, uh, of, you know, cornucopia of identities that the world has, you know, yeah. um, like, you know, brown women are fetishized and also like hated, like queer <laughs> women are fetishized. Mm. So like, yeah. it's, it's the, it's the crossroads between, you know, being, um, shout out if you've ever felt less disgust yeah that's wow. that's what's up yeah is it like weird to like have an album that was inspired by someone who like you're not in the in the greatest standing relationship with um, the album itself isn't about that person right right, right. I'm not about to give them that sort of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do have like there are bits and pieces on there that do stem from the energy we had. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. And yeah. <laughs> one of her biggest things that people always criticize is like, you know, she's always writing about the exes that she has. But honestly, that's the thing that I don't really care about because you know, if you're gonna be in a you're gonna be inspired by life and the major yeah. that happens. So if someone fucks you over, yeah, you know, yeah. for example, 
example mm. <laughs> you can take from it. Yeah. He or yeah, he hasn't reached out to me about anything. Mm. That was the only thing I was nervous of is this person yeah. like me or you know, try mm. to say something weird and <laughs> are you that are you that kind of person who like listens to like an R&B album or something and like tries to piece together or like a famous R&B singer and tries to piece together like whoever like who he's talking about on each song? Um it depends on who the artist is. Like if yeah, I really yeah. like them and like I know their whole life and like okay. So that explains what was going on January 24th. Yeah. You know, um but Generally, I try, I try to let the music be for me. Yeah. I'm selfish, I know, but. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, I do that to even artists I don't like. Cause I mean, cause it's kind of cool. Yeah, like it's just cool. Like yeah, like Taylor Swift. I always listen one one time through just to like know what was what's going on. <laughs> Word. Yeah. No. It's it's especially when you know like. There are people out there, um, oh my God, Sean Evans or like Nardwar, who are like some of the best interviewers out there. And you know that they'll like hear something or see something and just like dig through all the information that's online. So like, the, yeah. the truth is out there. We just have to, <laughs> we have to find it. <laughs> I just like guess, like the week, that, that new Weekend album, I was like, all right, like I was, I pieced together that whole, the whole thing. Which one? Um, it's like I think it's a, it's like the big single. Oh, Heartless. Yeah. Yeah, that's about Bella. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I've never been a fan of the weekend, not because like I don't like his stuff. I've just never pursued it because a lot of the people who I knew who liked the weekend, I didn't like. <laughs> oh. I was like, uh, maybe later. Um, yeah. No, I've, I've had that with certain artists. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I won't listen to Tool because Tool fans just scare that loving crap out of me. Um, I was put off of Radiohead for a minute because, like, I knew this kid who I was just like, I don't know. I still haven't listened to Radiohead, so. Yo, that's that's me with every single television show. Feel you. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Weird. What's what like in general? What's like your process for writing writing songs? Oh Jesus. Um. Uh, I pray. No. Um. Most people do. And yeah. Cool. Um. I'll. Well, I try and write every single day mm -hmm. um, in the same vein that like if you like write yeah you know, uh, <laughs> uh, just to like keep flexing that muscle because okay story time mm -hmm. so there was this kid in my high school um, and his nickname was crab boy long story mm -hmm. um, but I love him to death he's a sweetheart and he was doing rap shit for a minute like for a hot minute um like soundcloud rap shit and like some mm. of his stuff like i really liked yeah i actually kind of in a meta way um 
I, I was interviewing him about something and I asked like, you know, how can you, how do you trust your own art? And he said, it's just like taking pictures. Like you have to take a hundred pictures to get that one perfect shot. So my songwriting process is really just to make as much content for myself as possible. And then when something is calling to put like a collection together or I find a theme or trend, then I start to like comb through the like hundreds of, like literally hundreds of songs and like recordings that I have that put something together. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I usually start um, with, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll start with like a melody and then I'll just, I'll just keep editing and editing and editing and editing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we talked to we talked to John last time and he said, you know, if you know what you're doing, it's an easy, easy thing to do, you know, yeah. 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 So Yeah, we, we had it we had him on here. Um so you have a playlist of inspirations for yeah. And hold up, I got it on my phone right here. Okay. And I'm not familiar with all these artists. And I don't know if this is a diss to you or a compliment to my dad, but y'all got very similar music tastes. <laughs> Yo. Uh, okay, so, wait, okay, talk to my, it. My dad is a fan of a lot of these these people. Okay, wait, who? I'm, I'm pulling the playlist up too, because I have a Sufjan Stevens? Yes, is I he, love Sufjan Stevens. Is he, is he from Chicago? No, he's not. He's actually from Michigan, but he oh, okay. has the album. Uh, and one of his, yeah. Right, one of his most famous mm -hmm. songs. Drove to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Big inspiration. I love that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shins. Yeah, okay. So James Mercer, who's the front man of The Shins, yeah. is old. But, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, when I was young, uh, I think, I forget what song it is. I think it's Those to Come. But um, that album, Shoots Too Narrow, was the first album I was ever obsessed with, like at age seven. I would play mm -hmm. it every time it was spring term to summer. I'd just get my shitty boombox and the shits. <laughs> do they like, do, they don't like rap though at all, right? No, no. Okay, because I've never heard any music from them, but like, I, like every time I'm like in the car and I'm playing some like, rap rap and my dad's in the car he's like you gotta listen to the shins man i'm like does this have anything to do with i think he's trying to be like don't listen to rap because <laughs> they're he... like indie indie through and through they're like oh okay rock okay yeah <laughs> <It's not>... yeah <laughs> he loves courtney barnett oh my yeah this is so funny you're right like it's a I think this is a compliment to your dad because yeah she okay wait easy what's, what's good when I get on this show you can get as explicit as you want okay Where, so yeah <laughs> pitchfork 2017 yeah I had listened to her music not a ton of it but I already really liked her mm -hmm. I was off a tab and I just dipped from all of my friends they went to go do something I don't remember what I was like, I'm leaving you guys. I'm going to go see her. Mm -hmm. And I just stood next to some random girls and pulled out a J. And I was like, you want to smoke with me? And I just.
her entire set, I just cried. Because, I mean, I was off tab, but also, like, her lyricism is insane. Like, this, for the same reason that I love rap, mm-hmm. I, I love her because of the lyricism. Because, okay. you know, when someone's good with words, you, like, you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Do you like the... He, I don't think he listens to the new album, though. Um, people... People are, like, up and down about that album. I like it also because I'm, like, I'm kind of a stan, and I definitely have a massive crush on her. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely... I don't think it's as good as... Um, just in terms of, like originality as um, sometimes I sit and think and sometimes I just sit which was mm-hmm. her first album word 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 yeah. who is my dad doesn't listen to this but who is Nick Drake <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> wait what he's the reason I, I make music yeah hands down the reason I make music okay I'm about to get a tattoo that goes all the way up my arm. Yeah. And it's over because of that man. Okay. Fantastic, fantastic guitarist. Oh, okay. Really cool, tragic, cool. like, life story in terms mm-hmm. of um, his own, like, he had a he had a lot of, like personal issues. Like, he had he struggled heavily with depression. Yeah. Um, just his guitar playing, just his delicacy, his sensitivity. I mean, yeah, uh, his music. I don't know. I his music definitely like saved my life. Like, word, word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check him out. Check him out. I'll, I'll, I will one hundred percent check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, he. Ooh. Yeah. Radiohead, which you just mentioned before. Yeah. What is there one artist on here who like is is superior superior to the rest in terms of inspiration for your album or um or are they um, all equal? Um half of it is Nick Drake and then there is like I think I I put Adrian Lanker on there mm-hmm. in Big Thief. Um and that's Adrian Lanker's uh, project and well, band that she front women's, but wow, she. I was just, I just had like it was raining the other day, and I just had a binge of her music. Um, she's once again another fantastic lyricist, really great guitarist. Her voice is kind of like it hurts a part of my heart. So I'm, I'm definitely like an indie guitar sad boy. Um, yeah. So, would you, would you consider yourself a hipster, <laughs> or or not? In like the most convoluted way, yes, because I don't want to be a hipster, so I'm. Oh, okay. But I don't want to be an anti-hipster, so I, you know. Yo. I'm very, I'm very much an Aquarius. <laughs> okay. I don't know whether that all. I don't know whether that ever meant stuff like liking stuff that's unpopular or liking stuff that's bad. Yeah. It was we liking some bad stuff because it's unpopular. Oh, okay. 
I, I guess. Okay. 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 Then I guess you're not a hipster. Oh, thank you. But, yeah. I, I'm definitely a hipster then, because I, I like a lot of. No, a lot of I dumb don't. Shit. Think so. I mean, but also I think hipster has to do with like the culture of like living in Portland, drinking kombucha, and like oh. fedora, like very Portlandia. Oh, okay. Then I'm the opposite of a hipster. Exactly. Then I'm. Then I'm the direct opposite of a hipster, if that's what that means. I do like kombucha. It's fun. <laughs> it's bubbly. That's the. Is that the one with? No, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's the one. That's I don't like any of them, but yeah. <laughs> Yo, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Cause you you've said you're into punk music in the past. Oh yes. Did you ever go through an emo phase? I think my emo phase, I didn't go through the typical emo phase. I went through the sad indie boy guitar emo phase. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, when... I was kind of like... It's funny, too, because I hung around a lot of emo kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, like, but I was a weird kid in a different way. <laughs> I was a very strange kid. Mm. Um, so actually, no, I didn't have, which I have been thinking about that. I feel like I should have had an emo phase. Thank, yeah. I I did not have an emo phase, but like all of my family members and my ex had an emo phase. So like, thank God I did not go through an emo phase. That's the pictures are really, I mean, I have yeah. pictures. I was a weird, I was a unique child. No, the pictures are just like me, and then everyone around me, and then I look very, I look very different. It's like well, it's like where's Waldo up, up in there? I like hung out with the emo kids and like the kids that would just eat every, like bite everything. Um, yeah, I didn't hang out with the emo kids. I was, it was like my family members, so I was like forced to like, <laughs> live with the emo kids. But you I know. love that. <laughs> I was that was like a memoir. I was forced to live with the emo kids. Yo, I had to go to a Twenty One Pilots concert, and that was like my first concert too. That was like because I like I never went to concerts as a kid. I was like, this is too much money. And then my and then my parents were like, you have to take your sister to this Twenty One Pilots concert. And I was like, fine. But I was like, yeah. That's another thing where the fans like make me avoid the music. I was definitely like a, cause Carrie and Lau, just if you want to get into it, there's a, which is the yeah. album. There's one yeah. song where he literally just keeps going like, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, we're all going to die. I've, I've listened to him before. <laughs> like, cause like my dad plays him a lot. And also my room or my sweet mates at Emerson, mm. who I don't live with anymore, sadly played them played him a lot so i've i've heard plenty of his music right he's yeah. so something inside him hurts yeah, yeah, yeah. Issues. doesn't he have a new album yeah yeah it's all instrumental um, uh. compositional i i like it a lot okay yeah cool yeah. I told my dad I was like, oh, I think Sufjan Stevens has a new album. He's like, yeah, but it's not like an actual album. I was like, oh, oh okay. Right. Word, like, word, word. He's like working with other artists, like a you know collaborative album. Yeah. So you know we gotta talk about the 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 rapping as well, the hip hop society stuff. So <laughs> is summer is summertime still the most popular 
Hip Hop Society song? No. Oh, no. Because oh, okay. the people in the Netherlands are coming through and playing like it got put on a playlist somewhere. Wait, it got put on a play like Spotify or Apple Music. It got put on like a like a Netherlands playlist. I don't know, you have to have gone oh. about that. No, I I like that song when I first heard it. I mean, like it's a good song, but whenever people like my music, I get nervous. That's that's me with this podcast. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like this is your soul. This is your work. This thing that makes you happy. When it's like, oh, people are consuming my art. What my art is myself. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Now, but how how that song how that song come about? How, like. Uh, Okay, because I remember the the first time I heard that song, you like ran out of the room, and I was like, "This is a good song." I was like, "What was?" Oh, probably. I I am a, a little nervous, Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel probably. that. Now, when when we had Ryan on, which the interview never made it to to air, but when we had Ryan on, like, why? Because it was at WECB, and the thing wouldn't record. I've told that story before. But oh yeah 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 but crazy interview but at the end I was like what's the best beat you ever made and he said he said summertime so I really like it although yeah. hold up you're frozen he kills it with the breakdown with the like saxophone solo I don't know what the hell's going on wait can you like repeat what you said because you got like frozen for a second oh sorry yeah um <laughs> uh he killed it with windows down oh yeah yeah yeah. The original Maxwell Land Grant beat I was obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Had to rebuild it, so he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like a musical plastic plastic surgeon. <laughs> word, 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 yeah. And so on lights out, which we were just talking about, you shout out your friend who you got Nikes from. Josh. Yeah. Um, his name's Joshua Marine, and um, that is a horrible pronunciation of his last name. Joshua Marine, like, um, yeah. he is Chicago born and bred. Um, he 
has this store that's now become a chain because he's from he's third generation cobbler like his like dad before him and his dad's dad all were like shoemakers and so he's got this store in chicago called fix your kicks if you need your kicks fixed he will fix your kicks he like cleans them he makes he, he remakes soles um i have this pair of nikes that i've had for like a couple years now like every year i come in as <laughs> like a doctor i think Uh, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not like close friends, but like he knows who I am because I come in all the fucking time because mm-hmm. I love shoes. Um, and so if you ever come to Chicago, go to Fix Your Kicks because also he like will refurbish Nikes um, or like old sneakers or even old heels. Um, he's, he's even giving me kicks for free, um, which like, um, and he'll just sell them for like 15, 20, 30 bucks. So you can find really cool shit. He's got stores. He opened like multiple stores, which is so cool. Because uh, ground up. And crazy story. He told me like through Nike. Um, this was a couple years ago that he got to go to the All Star Game um, one year, and he met Kendrick Lamar. So, oh word. Crazy fucking story. Word. So basically, I've met Kendrick. Yeah. 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 He's sick. He's extremely talented. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a sneakerhead or just a fan of that no. store? Okay. <laughs> no, because I know sneakerheads and mm. I'm <laughs> Word. I like I read sneakerheads, but I'm not a sneakerhead. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just found this out. You know like the sneaker shopping with complex thing? Yeah. That they always do? They overcharge people. Yeah, I was about to say that. I just found that out. I was like what the fuck? That's crazy too. That's yeah. I. No, when Pete Davidson did it, he was like looking around, like, "Are y'all? Are we serious? Am I actually getting?" <laughs> it's that's so crazy. And also, yeah. like, I guess that's one way to tell if people are like legitimate sneakerheads is if like they know the prices of their shoes they're buying. I guess. No, but I think I think yeah. Was it yeah? YBN Corday was like, oh, knock that one off, and they're like, okay, and then he like he didn't get overcharged because he, he knew. That's correct. I mean, why? Are, I don't know. Maybe it's like they're celebrities they can afford it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Some celebrities cannot spend money. Yeah. <laughs> Who? So wait, like when they go to Chicago though, do you like know the spots? Like to get sneakers. Like, do do they go to like the spots that you know to get sneakers when like they bring like a Chicago rapper in? Um, I don't really watch the the complex sneakers. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not a sneakerhead. I just saw the news and like read something about them overcharging people, and I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I I don't know the sneaker spots because like I know people who like that's the thing is like. I may not know spots in Chicago, like if you ask me specific things, but I know people who know the spots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I could ask Josh, I could ask, uh, you know, I have a good friend named Lee, and he paints sneakers. Wonderful, wonderful kid, sweetheart. Um, so yeah. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't, don't test me about Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you you grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of artists in Chicago. Yeah. See now. With Boston artists, I know a lot of them personally. So, like, anytime a Boston artist comes up, 
I have like some personal affinity to them. Right. Is that the same with Chicago artists or, or no? Um, it depends on who you're talking about. Yeah. Like, like Boston, like the, yeah. the, the, the DIY, like the underground scene is pretty small. Um, it's a big city. I mean, definitely way bigger than Boston. So like, of course, you know, I don't know everybody, but um, like yeah, it's getting to the point, especially because like I have friends who are in bands, um, you know, like I'm hopefully about to start working with like, um, magazine in Chicago, so figure that out. Um, and you know, I've worked the people who have produced my album are in bands and stuff, so sort of yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like a little bit. <laughs> word, word. Did you listen to the new uh Smino mixtape? No, I haven't. I literally was gonna do that tonight. Oh word. On, a, on a bit of a, a SoundCloud binge, so I was gonna do that. Word, word, word. Um I heard a lot of people are like, this is like a no-skip album. Nah, it's good. So, I'm, it's good. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, no, I no, fuck with it. No, he's not for me. Um. <laughs> yeah, word. I got a list of people here. Okay. I don't know. Just a random list of people who I've, like, heard of over the over the years. Okay. Let's, let's, you mentioned you like Common. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Corny, you can be a little corny, but yeah. I, B is such a good album. I mean, with mm-hmm. the production. Yeah. Dino, who was on like last season, that's that's one of his favorite favorite rappers. No. Yeah. No, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I thought you said, do you know? And I was oh, like, no, 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 no. Dino, my no. Home, the homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, Juice World. Yeah. Oh my God. I went to. This was so unprovoked. I went to a YPN concert, and it was like almost after Juice World had died, mm-hmm. and he covered um, literally his most popular song. Oh, Lucid Dreams. He covered Lucid Dreams, and I almost started crying. Um, and I haven't listened to his like postmortem song. It, it's it's honestly like good. I mean, I could see that. I could. Yeah. See that I would say I would say out of all the artists that like have died in the past like two years. I hate me, no, yeah. For me personally, that 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 was that was the hardest one. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Hold up. Polo G. Not really. Yeah. I don't really. Okay. I don't really listen to Polo G. Yeah. Do you not listen to like Chief Keef? I kind of listen to Chief Keef. Yeah. Like I, I love Chief Keef as like an icon, like as a Chicago icon. But I haven't di- dived as deep yet as I need to. He's like one of the people I've been kind of like putting off for like a moment. Okay. I think this summer is probably gonna be the moment. Yeah. Yo, I thought he was like an old school '90s rapper when someone mentioned him to me the first time in like 10th grade. And then when I first heard him, I was like, this is, I, I love this so much. Uh, hold up. Lil Dirk. Sort of, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, word, Hold up. We gotta mention freaking uh, Kanye West. I'm actually Kanye. I have an interesting 
But yeah. I have been like 10 feet away from him, uh, screaming all the words to hurt him say, so. Where, where, where? I will always have a place in my heart, so. Toby Lou? Yeah, oh my God. Oh my God, baby. He's so funny. And when he pulled that goat prank, I thought that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Where, where? I know, I, I know how you feel about uh, Chance the Rapper, but um, <laughs> but is Peter Cottontail in the in that boat or? No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's an, icon. He's, an I- he's an early Chance icon. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chance like... is divisive. I mean, he's corny. He's he's a dad, so you know. Yo, yo, why is he a dad? Like, like have you seen the videos of him dancing with the kids? dad yeah like why like he's 26 years old like like it really changed him and here's the thing okay here's my so you know how the meme that came out that was like one on one yeah right you know like the mm. best part of uh big day or whatever the fuck yeah um <laughs> so i have a friend will not be named but this friend hooked up with someone who apparently and this is someone who like sells a lot, like they sell like a lot of shit, like and apparently that person that my friend hooked up with was um, like one of Chance's mistresses and she was saying like he's doing this whole thing as an act so people don't know that he's like an asshole and like it's actually hooking up with like multiple like people around Chicago. So, and of course, there's like a fucking conspiracy theory. Like, don't hold me to that. But that's what I like to believe, and that's no. what I like to think that Big Day was so bad. No, I have I have another theory about that. <laughs> I think that him and Big Sean, Kanye screwed them both over. Because I think it was mostly his shit that they were like. I think they were dependent on like his production and like stuff, and then like he went to the Jesus stuff and then like they kind of got left out of that yeah I, th- I think that's what happened I get that I get yeah. that oh, big yeah <laughs> that's why that's why is that, that's why the Big Sean album hasn't come out yet cause like people were saying like a year or two ago that like it was all like Kanye stuff and then now they can't really happen so alright you're you're, an, you're a big no name fan right Okay. Her album cover for Room 25. You mentioned this. Yeah. Yeah. She was supposed to change it like a minute ago. I mean, I think yeah. that was about when? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like 2018? Yeah. Yeah. So she was supposed to, it, like, this is like, it was drawn by someone who was like a known and outed abuser. Mm-hmm. And she has yet to change it. And she has so many resources. Yeah. Doesn't she have like a new album coming out too soon? I mean, it would make sense. It would make a lot of sense. Like she's put out a couple yeah. singles, which I love. But that's I'm like, okay, if, before you put out another album, maybe go back and do what you tweeted you were gonna do. Word. Like, made a whole big deal about. But Word. other than that, she's amazing. Yeah. Her Saba's, um, you know, favorite crew. Yeah. You're, you're a Saba fan too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
him so much. He's such a sweetheart. Um, just like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Project, like, who will care for me? And my friend yeah. who was talking about who paid sneakers mm -hmm. was like friends with people who are his friends because he did louder or he was with louder than the bomb people. Um, okay. There was this um, spoken word group, Kumba Links, that he like in with. So mm -hmm. he's like deep Chicago, like West Side Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, word. Are you? Do you fuck with Mick, Mick Jenkins as well? <laughs> yes, I have a picture with him. Oh really? Yeah, I got. So you've like you've met him? Yeah, I got to meet him, and it was he's one of the nicest people. He seems like an actual dad. Where Chance is like corny dad, he seems yeah. like just you know, big, like, cup of coffee. I don't know, like, <laughs> just very wholesome fucking person. Mm -hmm. I got to meet him, and then at this concert, Hari Fo, who I love, and The Dream, and then Stock Marley. Yeah. Yeah, so, all fantastic artists. Word. I just got hip to Kari Fo recently, actually. Oh, isn't she so good? No, oh, she's, she's really good. Oh my, like, eternal yeah. Oh, she's so cool too. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Famous Dex. Okay. Okay. I don't have I don't have much to say because I don't know that much. But yeah. BJ, the Chicago kid. Oh my God, I was just talking to him, or not? You're talking to him. No, no, no. I was just talking about him. Yeah. Um, Rick Wilson just was on a live stream today. It, who he's yes. really great. That's the next artist I was about to mention. Deadass. Well, yeah. that's Mick. Yeah, yeah, Rick. He was at Pitchfork last year and he mm -hmm. was dancing his fucking heart out. Um, but BJ, I like him more as a feature artist than his own work. That makes sense. I do really like his classics. Like, I can't wait till I make it back home to Chicago. Like, you know. Mm -hmm. but, I think he works better as a feature artist because I think some of his music is just kind of like s s static. I don't know. It just kind of. Yeah. I don't feel like it goes anywhere. I'm like, okay. Okay. Vic Mensa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you like him? Um. Why am I blanking on this? Because he's part of, I don't know, I've heard saucy things about him. He, he, uh, he, I think, pulled a chance the rapper because his last album was, was pretty, pretty trash. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not like a massive fan of him, but like I have, like, give respect where respect is due. Because um, he's part of, hold on, give me a sec, because it's not coming to me right now. What is the name of, like, Chances Squad? Like, what Oh, Save That Money or something like that? Yeah, Save Money Crew. Yeah, He, and I've heard a lot of kind of, like, not good shit. Oh. About, about like, him and Tokyo and... Oh, yeah. I used to kind of dig Tokyo and then just heard some, like, not, not good shit about them. So, mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> kind of steered away from Vic Mensa, but I do like some of his shit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Who's Mother Nature is the one who does Antidote? Yeah. 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 
Mother Nature Bars. Word. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucks with them. They're very like community oriented, which is. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Uh, G Herbo. Um, not as much yet. I haven't gotten into. Okay. But I like what I've heard. Okay. PTSD with Juice World. Phenomenal, phenomenal song. Okay, bet. I'm. Yeah. Chance the rapper also does not give a bad verse on that song, so. Chance, so you're like, okay, yeah, weird. Uh, Tink, yes, I love Tink. I haven't heard, I know she put out new stuff, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird, weird. Uh, oh. cowboy, cowboy, I think his name is. You do not know a cowboy, yo, no. cowboy. He's on, he's on the, he's on Big Day. See, I mean, I wiped that whole thing from my memory. The the song Get a Bag. Actually, I don't mind that song. The song where Chance is like, you get a bag, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Okay, okay. Fun, I really dug his stuff. Fun fact. Fun fact. There was one time last summer, like, I think it was before Big Day came out, but Dino was living with me, and he ran upstairs, and he's like, yo, 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 bro, call me right now. And I'm like, but you're right here. He's like, call me right now. So I called, I called his cell phone and then his song was his ringtone. And I'm like, yo, he's like, yo, I got to do that for you too. And I was like, okay, okay. And he was like, what song do you want to do? And the last song that I was playing was Envy Me by Cowboy. And then I was like, I guess this song, he's like, we're word. So now if you, if you call my phone right now, the ringtone is, is that song. You want me to test this out right now? Yo, let me turn my ring around real quick. Hopefully I don't get a copyright strike for this. <laughs> right? Redacted. It's okay. still my ringtone though. I'll see if I like the song. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Fuck, it didn't work. Try it one more time. I'm turning the volume all the way up here. Don't play me easy. I'm not about to be a fool on fake radio. I think he was like one of the first rappers to get like TikTok famous. Oh, bet. He yeah. Kind of has that sound. Yeah. Word. Uh, last one. Oh, Cupcake, of course. We gotta mention. Gotta mention Cupcake. I love her. Yeah. So much. Word, word, word. She's really fucking versatile in terms yeah. of how many fucking flows she can fit in a song. Yeah, He's exactly. So good, so yeah. engaging, amazing presence. Love her. So I was one of the first people to like listen to her music, like unironically, and then yeah, and then like I would like play her music at like parties, and people were like, "Yo, who the fuck is this?" I'm like, "It's Cupcake, bro." You know, like, got it. Thank you. Easy, you All stay right. putting people on. What? I what? You stay putting people on. Yo, okay. I've put my parents and sister onto Lizzo, freaking. Really? Yeah, Lizzo. Um, That's funny. That's crazy. 
hold up, who else? Rico Nasty, Doja Cat. Yeah, I think I think that's the three. I put my family onto all, those three artists, and they will not give me credit. They're like, like I played my mom like Lizzo in like 2016, and then again in like 2018 when, or like 2019 when like her new album came out, and then. My mom, like two months later, was like, "Oh, I'm really listening to this woman named uh, Lizzo." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I put you onto that." She's like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah. yo, <laughs> oh, come on, mom." Like. My, my <laughs> parents, cause, I, cause you know, I've been living with my parents this whole time, and right. they've been, you know, kind of having to tolerate my music versus their music and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're always like, "When you actually put your mind," cause I like everything, so they're like, "When you put your mind to it, you like play some of the best music." But like you keep playing goofy shit, I'm like, you know, that's. I like that's goofy music though. <laughs> yeah, and then I put on like six four five AR, and they're like, y- you know what? You are the master at putting on stuff that we don't need to hear. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yo, I unironically love that man. He was there was um a 100 gex. Oh yeah, yeah. There was this one the, at the 100 gex live stream. I forget yeah. who it was, but they put 645 AR on some shit. Like they they like mixed him into a track and it was really fucking funny. And yeah. it was really fucking good. Well, you put me on to Hook and then Hook just did a song with 645 AR. <laughs> she is I love her. Yeah. I love her. She's not from Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. You know who I unironically love that people ironically love, but I I don't understand why. Who? Rumor. Okay, bet. <laughs> you know who that is? I've listened to like one song. <laughs> yeah, he only has two songs, so. I mean, yo, I've I've listened to that song. I remember, cause I remember he put it out and then they took it down, and I was with Owen when they took it down, cause we were at Bridgeside. And we were like walking to the other show that we were going to. And he was like, so how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fucking pissed. Cause they, they like rumors not on you. They took down rumor, like what the fuck? And he's like, who's that? I'm like, I, like, it's, it's a long, long story. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. What's, what is the, uh, what's, what's your favorite song that you've, you've written? My favorite rap or favorite, like anything? Uh, can we stay on do- rappers for like two more seconds because I want to, I want to shout out people. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no, shit, please, please. Okay, currently. Yeah. One of my favorite rappers. This is so funny. I'm such a stan of this kid, but we met mm. in like the funniest fucking way. Um, but you know, I'm always repping him, always talking about him. Free snack. Yep, I've listened to them. They're they're good. Right. Yeah. But specifically, Joshua Virtue. Yeah. Is fucking fantastic yeah his solo shit is like very billy woods shit very like yeah. like jazz rat not in mm-hmm. terms of the sampling but in terms of his flow is so like it's in it's i don't know it's and great. you know him personally right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well because okay we met in a really fucking funny way okay it so it solidified like my love for him so there was one day where um it was a really good day too. I just had not eaten anything or like really drunk anything that day. Mm-hmm. And I took like an eighth of shrooms. Yeah. And I, we went to this house party that he was playing at and that one of my really close friends was playing at. And I had never met him, but I loved Post Faith Dialogues, which is his solo stuff. Yeah. My favorite 
one of my favorite albums of last year um, was his record with Not Lovely. Um, really good. And then, of course, I loved um, Snack Food, which was the free snacks table yep. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I, so I like knew him. Yeah, and I was yeah, always, yeah. like standing and I was really excited. And Jack Callahan was there too. Okay. So, um, I was just like, I was, I was pretty much peeking. Like see him and he's like going out for a smoke and I'm like, wait a minute, you're Alex Singleton of Joshua Virtue fan. And he was like, yes, I am. And I was like, I love your music. Can I just say how much I loved? And then I just start bawling. I just start <laughs> And and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, look, I haven't had lots to eat. I'm on a lot of drugs. I'm so sorry, but I do. Your music does make me cry, but just not in this kind like. <laughs> And it was like, no, it's okay. You know what? So I'll see you on the other side of this trip or something like that. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, you're all good. And I was like, yeah. And just from that moment on, you, he's just got the kindest eyes, sweetest kid. Yeah. Smart, really cool, really great. So well, that's well, someone I just have to. And then all of Waifu Clan is really good, which is the collective he's a part of. Okay. Um, I'm gonna check them out. But yeah, which is Joshua Virtue, Ruby Watson, who's the other half of Free Snacks. Yep. Uh, Davis, the Dorchester bully, who is part of Beauty Baby with uh, Joshua Virtue. Okay, wait. There, there's a Dorchester in Chicago, right? I. This is maybe I'm a fake Chicagoan. I actually don't know. Why is Why he is there a Dorchester from, in that person's name? He might be from Boston. For, oh, okay. Yeah. Because that the, Dorchester is Boston. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's. Yeah. From but I'm not completely Yo, I got, okay. I'm going to check that out. And then Malky, who, um, Mal, Mal, Malachi, but Malky, but I don't know. The way he spells his name is, is mm. not Um, uh, and they're all really, really fantastic. Really, really fantastic. Um, Better than Yeah, like, check out Tetsuo the Iron Man. Check out, um, Hedgehog's Dilemma by Davis. Check out mm-hmm. Eurostep by Ruby Watson. Who's another Chicago rapper? Yes, I listen to them. They, I, I fuck with their stuff. Yo, he's yeah. so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his production's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, local. Those are the people that like I'm standing the hardest right now. Word, word, word. Into yeah, every. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've recommended me some of those people before, and I enjoy them. But every time anyone puts recommendations in the podcast for anything, I just listen back and then like write them all down and shit. Yeah, no, fully. It's like, it's difficult to keep up. Same with TV. Literally same with people be like, watch this. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. Okay. And then no. I <laughs> We were talking anime on one of these podcasts. Like, it's, yeah, you know, I got, I got a lot to, I got a lot to watch now. <laughs> but all right, what, what else? So what's your favorite uh, rap rap that you've done? Okay, where, where, where? That's I love rapping that rap. Just this so mm-hmm. cool rap. Like I have yeah. other verses that I'm like, oh, this is, but like that one, that song is just bangers start to finish. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's really fun. Word, word, word. Who and and just in general, who are your like like biggest like rap inspirations? We talked about. Um. Yeah. So we talked about Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vince Staples. I re- I think he's underrated. Um. Not in terms of like he's definitely like an A-list rapper. Like he's yeah. known like mm-hmm. across the board, but. I don't think he's given credit where credit is due. Um, like I literally just tweeted, I was like, "Prima Donna is underrated." Like it's a concept album. I love that album. Logical suicide, like with with first of all with an Andre feature, like. Wait. Softly, as if I make shadows in the dark. Wait, Whoa, but wasn't didn't he sample that though? What? I think he sampled that. Well, he got the rights to sample Andre. Like, oh, okay. Like to have that there, I don't know. So wait, is that does that mean that like that like Drake got a Lauren Hill feature on Nice for What? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> My well, bad. no, because because Tiana Taylor, her new song, it's like featuring Lauren Hill, but it's just Lauren Hill talking. Right. But like, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But but like. And he's also worked with Sophie, who I really fucking love. Yep. Yo. I freaked out when that song came out. With him I and Kendrick, yeah. I really liked Big Fish Theory. Like, that whole album was mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. FM gets clowned on, but I really like FM. It gets clowned on? Yeah. I've recently, I've heard a lot of people mm-hmm. being like, I didn't like FM. And I'm That's like, my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Right. But... And then like summer 06 and then like mm-hmm. yeah even hell can wait some of the some of that max so mm-hmm. i i really like him a lot also just like his energy is really fucking chaotic and <laughs> um and then uh fuck um For, actually funny story about vince staples here's a story so this was sophomore year at Emerson College he was coming to play at the House of Blues and I thought he was he was going with um JPEG Mafia and I mainly went I mainly got tickets like just so I could see JPEG Mafia but um I I was like but like when I when I found out that it was just Vince I like real I was like uh, I was less motivated to go but one of my friends was like Oh, like I'm going to, like we should go together. So I went with him and this was like an Emerson friend. So I was like, yo, yo, I, I, like I know the city on like the back of my hand, blah, blah, blah. And then freaking, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a complete dumbass. Cause I, I was coming back from class. Like I left from class to like meet him and go to the, the show. So I still have my bag with me and then they, uh, they kicked me out. So I like, I immediately like sold the ticket and shit. So we were good, but like, I, I could not, yeah. It was my, my friend got to go, but damn, and yeah. him at House of Blues must have been fun as shit. Like I can't imagine hit for that. Yeah. Cause you could get right up there. That is yeah. nice on Yeah. No, that is on me. Yeah. Yeah. Where? What? What? What are the other? Um, I really, really like Tierra Wag. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I don't know. I just think she's really fucking. I think she's really innovative. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I mean, this is kind of like, I feel like this is a redundant thing to say, but mm. I'm really obsessed with like the rhythm and lyricism. 
like some people just have like a certain like swing to them like a certain mm-hmm. like that's why i like vince staples because the way he raps is like just on the back of the beat um tear whack i love her right uh missy elliott like if we're talking classic like missy elliott she's got the new song yeah yeah. Like, yeah. dude, I loved her new, like, little, like, iconography EP. Yeah. That was good. Like, Cool Off was one of my songs of the summer. Yeah. Me too. I got to see Rhapsody. I got to meet yep. her. That yeah. show, I just cried. It was... <laughs> yeah. Um, Saba. Yeah. All the people that I'm meeting through the DIY scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, math. And seriously, Joshua Virtue is, like, one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, no. It's crazy to know some of your favorite rappers. That's, oh, like, I mean, because I grew up with, like, people who are still rapping. So it's like, to me, it's like, those are pretty much, like, I listen to more, like, of, like, local people than I do, like, actual, like, big people. Like, for real, for fucking real. Like, I feel that. I really feel that. So it's weird to, like, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I really, 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 really like him. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh man! Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then transitioning, who are your? We got two dream. Someone you personally know, and someone you don't personally know. Two dream collabs. Someone I know and someone I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start with someone I don't know because mm-hmm. I think. Are you also talking with rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. That's hard. I mean. There's, there's so many people I would love to collab with. Yeah. Frig. Um. Uh. This is so hard. I think. Um. Oh my god, that's literally so hard. Like that's so hard. How about just sticking it, placing it to rap? Okay. To, that's also really fucking hard. Yeah. But. I would say Vince, but I honestly think that like, just like the subject matter that I rap about and the subject matter that he raps about, it would just not like, it wouldn't make yeah. sense. That's interesting, yeah. Do you, like, cause like, I don't know, like he, he's cute. I mean, like, I guess it would work because like, you know, you could collab with anybody you fucking want to. Yeah. Um. But like, if I was to rap with him, like mm-hmm. if I had a verse and he had a verse, to me, I just don't think like I'd want him there because I just think that I would be doing a disservice to like the type of shit he spins. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I get that. Like, like I don't know. He's like he spits like like real like crip shit. Like that's not and yeah, that's not yeah. who I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So I love him and I love the shit that he spit. Like I love what yeah. he talks about. I'm like. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to collab I, with me not rapping, but him on a song. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, Beyonce's got hard bars. Yeah. <laughs> that's that savage remix was so Yo, good. That's the best. I think Rico Nasty. Either Rico. Yeah, Nasty. yeah. Honestly, from from you know being very familiar with Rico Nasty, I could see that. Like, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I think we both bring a certain type of humor to the shit that we like rap. Yeah. And like that would. So yeah. I yeah. Think, like dream collab. 
of course like Kendrick, but like I don't like the, my also my dream includes like the song sounding really fucking good and me not making a fool of my, myself. Mm. Like I'm not about. <laughs> I would work with Kendrick as like his chauffeur. Because <laughs> you know that's what's up. Right. Yeah. And someone, someone you know. And someone I know. Call, call him out. Um, that's crazy. I've worked with a lot of people I know and I love. Yeah. Um, someone that I know. Um, I really, really like. Um, I mean, gotta keep saying Joshua Richards. I, I would love to spit with him. Yeah. I would love to. And then like not rap. Someone who I've kind of worked with already, but like I want to work like deeper with, I guess, is um, this kid I know, uh, Henry True, who's like a guitarist, um, and he so is moving into like electronic music, and I think he's really cool. Cool, cool, cool. All my friends, I don't know. I guess I like from like I've been thinking about it a lot, and it wasn't inspired because of this, but that Raphael Casal. Um, like kind of talk back that we got to have mm-hmm. after blind spotting. Yeah. Like he's not wrong. Like your homies are the people that like, you know, are gonna be there for you and are gonna be and should be the people that you wanna work with. And yeah. that's how I've always like lived my life. But specifically after that, like I've been thinking about that and it's like, yeah, I am working with and, and talking with people that I actually want to collab with. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Word. And you know we gotta we gotta we gotta bring up the elephant in the room because you know we're 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 skyping right now or zooming you know for for an obvious reason. Right. So if if you want to say how the how the coronavirus stuff has affected your life your 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 whole whole uh, vibe. Yeah, I'll try. I'll keep it brief because that shit gets depressing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like like that's all we talk about. This yeah um i've definitely gotten a lot more manic mm-hmm. definitely gotten a lot crazier yeah um like moods are like this mm-hmm. but i'm still making art i wrote this hilarious fucking oh my god so after adamir puts out this project i texted yeah. him the other day and i was like okay after you put out this project like half a month a month after we have to there's okay this is one of my favorite beats have you heard the album i've heard the demos i've heard okay. the demos and the mixes but i stopped listening like oh two weeks ago so okay. i haven't heard like the final shit it's coming out in 10 minutes dude don't even oh that's right it's coming out early for me that's oh wait oh oh it's oh yeah because you're you're on um Chicago time, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but he okay. So this is my favorite fucking beat in the whole entire world. Um, is this from his album? Cause I don't want it spoiled for me. No. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, no. I haven't heard anything other than the single he put out. Make it tell you, make it, make it tell you, make yeah. it. I he's such a I love that kid. Hey man, we're gonna he's gonna be on in like two days. I and I'll I'll be fully familiar with his with his. You're gonna love. You're gonna love the shit. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, really, I'm so proud of this kid. Yeah. Um, but this is the beat. Okay. 
I'm not gonna show anybody. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pull a late Kenny Beats in the cave, not an early Kenny Beats, and not mm. show you where I get my shit. But so. <laughs> okay. Um, it's this beat I found on YouTube, mm. and it's sampling this ringtone. Hold on. This shit is so fucking funny, but it kind of goes in like low key. Hold on, it hasn't dropped yet. No, I think I see where we're going with this. Yeah. Okay. Where are we? Did this before in society. This shit's funny as fuck, and I wrote the funniest quarantine rap with Adamir. Where are we? So hope, like, hopefully we we put we put that together, and then. To do like summertime, uh, society summer part two, the squeakle. Um, that, that's like my favorite thing, ever. yeah, yeah. Um, man, like, is that just cool to have like cool friends? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you should, you should title it the squeakle. Does I want it to be the squeakle, yeah. Society Summer 2 Electric Bull. I've been, yo, you know what I've been doing? I've been listening to a, er, listening to a lot of Alvin and the Chipmunk songs, but like lowered. I've been Wait, doing a lot I of that. Can I put you onto something right the fuck now? Wait, what? Can I put you onto something right the fuck now? It's good. Okay, so one of, another one of my favorite YouTube finds is yeah. uh, Chipmunk's Sludge Fest. Um, that sounds familiar. No, yeah, I heard that, yeah. It's so good! It's so good! Yeah. The cover, not the cover, but the sludge version of Heaven is a Place on Earth. Yo, I I think that, I think that the, uh, the you know the people who, like, sing the Phineas and Ferb songs? Yeah. I think that they sing the Alvin and the Chipmunk songs, at least for the first movie. It would make a lot of Cause sense. Because I, I lowered the, I lowered the voices for the first movie, and it sounds like them. Makes a lot of sense. Yo, yeah. music is underrated. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, really good. It's the only Disney Channel show I ever watched, so. Really? Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of TV as a kid. I, this is what I've been doing during the coronavirus. Oh my god, Yo. how good is this? Game Boy. But my Game Boy's That's, that's what's up. I've been playing the Fairly Odd Parents. Breaking the rules. <laughs> word, word, word. That that Fairly Odd Parents was the only Nickelodeon show I watched. That and Avatar and Avatar Last Airbender were the only. Yo, Fairly Odd Parents slaps. Like, yeah. Really love that show. My parents hated that show though. Really? They didn't like me watching that or SpongeBob. Oh, I never, I never watched SpongeBob, but then like, I watched it like, freaking last summer. I started watching it, cause my friend told me to watch it. And I was like, yo, this is funny. Like, why, like, why were people, t- why were people like, this is, people like, it's the dumbest show ever. And as a kid, I was like, yo, this, like, I guess it's a really dumb show. But then I started watching, I'm like, this is f- the funniest shit. Like, it's so good. When, when they're like, we gotta be, we gotta start being nicer to the people because they're like selling chocolates and then they go to the guy's house and then he's like, yeah, I was like, that's, that's gold. No, I think me and my sister said this on our episode, but we were both big Cartoon Network kids. Oh, completely understandable. Yeah. Every... I, yeah. I yeah. very much love Cartoon Network. Yeah. 
my my parents were huge uh, chowder fans. Oh my god! Loved, they love chowder. Rada, rada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, chowder, chowder is so wild. What a wild show. That. The show that scared me the most was Flapjack. No, but see that that was a parody of SpongeBob. Right. Yeah, it's, like. It, it's a good fucking show, but it's so scary. Yeah. I watched that as a kid. That was, but then I watched SpongeBob. And I was like, "Oh, this is what Flapjack was making fun of." Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird. So what's What's next for you, uh, musically? Well, yeah. when I can get in a goddamn room with some goddamn musicians, we'll see. Okay. All right. This. I guess what's next musically is my final because, so I don't, I don't like doing work. No, me neither. Especially, especially, especially in this, this scenario. Yeah. yeah. I always think of that thing that Adamir said that was like, I did one kahoot today and that was all I could do. And I was like, so. yeah, sounds about right. Um, I'm, tomorrow's the last fucking day of school. I am so happy. Oh my wait, are God. you, wait, have you not finished classes yet? I have my last class today, and then I yeah. turn in my finals tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. I turn in my last final on, like, Monday, but then other than that, I'm, 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 I'm right. Right. Like, yeah. after Friday, I'm doing no more work. Yeah. Yeah. I simply cannot. I, like, oh, ooh, yeah. I'm doing, um, like, yeah. But, so, what I did for myself was, like, I'm going to make my final a musical. Well, not, like, a musical, but, um... <laughs> like involve music so i'm doing like a, a four track ep that has to do with one of my classes okay yeah where 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 oh, no you said uh, oh sorry go ahead no no no, no what, what were you gonna say oh i was just gonna plug that um my i don't i mean like this isn't coming out tomorrow but um my at least I don't think, I don't know. Um, but all the proceeds from Bandcamp sales tomorrow are, um, <clears throat> for my for my own album, are gonna go to charity, um, to the American Indian Center, which is in Chicago, which happens to be um, the city with the third lot is the largest um, Native American population. Word. Yeah. This, so, yeah. This this is not coming out tomorrow. This is not coming out for a while. But well, well, because tomorrow the thing is like tomorrow all Bandcamp sales go directly to the artist. Like there's okay, no, Bandcamp doesn't take anything. Yeah. Um, and they've been doing like that a couple days. So I'm gonna make a post about that and be like, hey, if you haven't bought my album, if you do today, all the shit will go to charity. Yeah. Um, I love Bandcamp. Fuck Spotify. I love Bandcamp. Okay. Spotify is good because it's accessible and like it, it helps with like networking and exposure and it has better mm-hmm. interface. But uh, Bandcamp actually pays artists. Like I'm yeah. never gonna make any money off of anything that I put on Spotify unless I have as much plays as like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm an Apple Music soundcloud boy but that's true that's true you are yeah yeah i am all right well not but because you you said something i think at your album listening party was that you didn't 
think you can make music but then like with your friends you thought you could make music so that's why it's interesting in this state we're in what kind of music like people make you know because it's all it's all you know on on dependent on like communication and shit like that but i think that's about wrapping it up another another classic in the bag episode fake radio you know (laughs) that's yeah, this was the serious episode. Yeah, no, I feel I, like I always tell people like I feel bad because like the show started as a comedy show, and like I think the way I pitched it to WCB was like I'm gonna ana- like I'm gonna ask my musician friends stupid ass questions until like they leave the until, like until they leave. <laughs> but then like I knew I couldn't do that with certain people because like they were like this is my only interview like no funny shit like but I was like yeah okay. yeah I'm like, sure <laughs> yeah so then like that the the like comedy stuff I mean we're we're gonna get back to that like oh, yeah now because like and we're I'm, funny as shit that episode so no funny. that that episode was funny no my my friend my friend made a like valid thing where he was like that episode was funny but like it like because we don't we don't know each other like because some people who like I know I'm I've, I've been friends with for like ten years. So like one of my friends who I've known for like 10, like 15 years, he was like, the episode was funny, but like, I've heard all that shit before. I was like, yeah, no, I know. Like, that's- <laughs> he came for you. Yeah, I was like, nah, that's true. Cause he was like, he was like, I know that shit about your cousin. I know that blah, blah, blah. But that was my first interview that will end. That really was? Yeah. Cause I did the, I did the, I've done radio shows before, but that was my first like interview yeah. on, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I was very nervous. Did not notice at all. Okay, word. Did not notice. I was also very, because, like, I also knew my, like, Jewish-ass parents were going to be listening to that episode. And, like, because they, they've st- they've stopped listening now, but, like, they listened to that one. <laughs> they were, like, they, every once in a while, they're, like, how's that girl from you that you that you did on you on, on the, like, episode two? I was, like, yeah, you know, that she, we just, <laughs> Yeah. Aww. This up. No, thank you. You know, you very, very supportive of the podcast. All the that's why I'm doing a lot of the hip hop society people now because you know y'all been very supportive oh of the God. podcast since day one. I love this shit. Like, yeah, no. Keep making shit, and also like, this is so nice to have. Like, I'm sure for you, but even just this one episode for me, it's so nice to have. Like during quarantine, like I feel maybe not productive because i don't think of this as like i'm producing content i like because for you that's what this is but for me it's just yeah. my myself with someone i love a lot yeah this is i don't know this is so nice it's a structured set it's bro like, it's chill also our backgrounds like look very like aesthetically pleasing next year, you know? right? they work they work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no nah, uh uh also what was i about to say Nah, but yeah we're doing like like th- this episode is not gonna come out for a while it's just like i cannot mentally like process shit unless i'm like creating so like yeah. thank you y'all for like coming on still you know because like we gotta after once once like classes are done i'm doing like three of these a week or like i, I want to do three of these a week so like you know let's go would you ever interview someone from chicago Yo, yo, yeah put me on put me like I'll, I'll tell you once we're done with this i'll tell you all the like shit that i've been like right. trying to do you know because we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff going on because this is like like this is pretty much all i can do right now so like you know i had to rebrand it but you know we'll be back and yeah thank you yo it's it's dope you know like and also even though we never really talked about your music last time 
there are a lot of people who listened and and listened like checked out your album and they they, they fuck with it so you know that's that's why most of my streams come from boston <laughs> yup bro and also like yeah no it's yeah, yeah no it's it's all good you know so i think we're gonna end this episode off now and i'll see you guys next time let's start <laughs>